Moon Podcast Escalation! everyone my name is jordan d white my name is chris sims and this is sailor business it's the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week eh, sort of and talk about the 1992 sailor moon anime and just why it is that we love it so much and we got a rough one for you today <laughs> we got we got a very bad episode oh i'm glad you said that because i was worried i was the only one who felt that way so was i yeah, it's extremely bad. I mean, we'll get to it, but no one does anything in this episode. Yeah, basic. So, yeah, we're going to be watching uh, episode 131 of Sailor Moon, which is called Catch Pegasus, the Amazon's Trap. It is eminently skippable, but we have we have some fun to have before we get to that, because we have a very special guest, a new friend of the show for a new year. We have Amanda Redman joining us. Amanda, welcome to the show. How are you? Hello, I'm great. I am so happy to be here. I'm the, I don't know if I'm the biggest Sailor Business fan, but I am a very big Sailor Business fan. So I'm great. I'm happy to be here with Chris hates Ray for being mean, but Rose Jordan constantly sims <laughs> and Jordan scared of butterflies white. <laughs> yes, sensibly. They're bugs. <laughs> Uh, okay, I look, I have a memory like a sieve, and that's real. Jordan, are you afraid of butterflies? <laughs> They're bugs. There's no difference. Yes, this is in an episode. This is in, I think it's one of the chibi sodes. You guys got on this crazy tangent about how Jordan's scared of butterflies. They're, they're not any different from any other bugs. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they 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 are very different, aesthetically speaking. That's a trick. <laughs> Look at the gross middle part. It's a bug. All of nature is a trick, Jordan. All of nature is a trick. It's, it's a, all tricks. This is the butterfly Jordan. conspiracy. Okay, look, we do not, I do not we have time for this right now. Uh, Amanda, welcome to the show. Thank you. Before we get into this episode, let's talk about your history with Sailor Moon. Because sure. you uh, you wrote quite an email yes, I did. to me uh, way back in the distant past of May 2017. And you had you it's a, it's might be the longest uh, potential guest email that we've ever gotten. Oh, really? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's like, look, yeah. I like it when people provide information. <laughs> All right. Uh, so please tell us about your history with Sailor Moon. So I did not get into I am just for the for reference. I'm 30 currently 30 years old. So I did not get into Sailor Moon when it was until it was on Cartoon Network on Toonami at like around the four o'clock time slot on Toonami. And at that time, I think I was like 11 or 12. I don't know the precise accuracy of all these dates, but I think that's around when it was. And uh, so I was in sixth or seventh grade and the show came on at four o'clock, but I got out of school at 3.40. And my school was about 30 minutes away from it took me like 30 minutes to get home every day. So I would always miss the first 10 minutes of the show. Always. 
And uh, it got to the point where whenever my mother would pick me up, I wanted to see Sailor Moon so badly. I, I would convince her to go to my grandmother's house, which was kind of halfway between my school and, my ha- and our house, so that I could watch Sailor Moon at my grandmother's house. Um, and, you know, Sailor Moon has a lot of filler in it. So when you miss the first 10 minutes of every episode, you end up seeing the same crap on every episode over and over and over again. Because the second half of the episode is pretty much the same yeah. thing every okay. every time. It's the first half that is different in all the filler. So that's how I, I managed to to actually watch the show when it was on TV the first time was by going to my grandmother's house every day after school. And bless my mom for doing that because she could tell how much it I, I it really meant to me to be able to see it because I don't know if I would have done the same thing because that's how I watched the show. I hated the filler in the show. And I, I think you guys have had a couple guests on who've had kind of similar difficulties with watching the show before and had the same reaction to like how drawn out everything is. So I really didn't like how fillery it was. And I told you in this email, but back in that day on Cartoon Network, um, like before they had tons of original programming, they used to show so many reruns of Scooby-Doo. And I hated Scooby-Doo so much because even when I was like eight or nine years old, and I'm sorry, I know if you love Scooby-Doo, I'm not trying to rain on your parade. But just just because back then I thought it was just stupid because it was the same thing every single episode it was really boring Hmm. so now here with sailor moon i had the same problem it was the same thing every time i wanted to see the story episodes those are my favorite ones where something happened and uh it was just very hard for me to actually try to get to see all that so when i eventually discovered the manga then i totally fell in love with the manga because that was like the um the version of the show that yeah, that I wanted, like just it's that's just what you a were story. Looking for the whole time. That's yeah. what I wanted to get. <laughs> yeah, so I am one of those people who who totally prefers the manga more to the '92 anime. But you know, I I I think they're both still good. I just think the manga is just a lot better, in my personal opinion. Like that's just my subjective opinion. I will say I I I like the uh, I enjoy to some extent the story filler, but I don't like. I mean, you, you, you've probably heard the episode where they played every single transformation in a row and I was outraged. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the show, the 92 anime just does that kind of stuff. It's not really just that filler episodes that are filler. Like a lot of the episodes are very padded too. You know, like there's yeah. a lot of run, there's a lot of screen time they don't really use very well. <laughs> that is absolutely true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, I think, I think we know what to talk about next. Oh, <laughs> Please be gentle, because this is very close to my heart and and very personal. I, I've this is the first time I've ever actually shown people this. Oh really? My. Oh my. Maybe there's two or three people I've I've shown this to you so that we can laugh about it. But please be. You can roast it if you want, but <laughs> maybe try not to be too mean. Anyway, well, tell us how. To... Tell us how you got to this. Yes. Okay, so what we're talking about is my Sailor Moon fanfic from when I was literally 11 or 12 years old. Which is my favorite thing <laughs> when guests wrote fanfic as children. It's literally, it makes the show worth doing for me. I'm glad for you to say that because this fanfic is horrible. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, is only, I'm only two paragraphs in and it's pretty good so far. <laughs> 
Okay. I guess I should should explain. So when I was a kid, I was another one of those people who kind of like grew up on Sailor Moon um, on the internet. Like like the internet was a big part of my Sailor Moon fandom when I was a kid. So what I would do was I would get online and I would just go into the address bar and I would just type in like www.sailormercury.com or www.sailormoon.com. Like I was, I wasn't even doing web searches. I was trying to just messing around. And at some point I discovered sailorjupiter.com. And I don't know if anyone remembers this website, but it was awesome because it had like these, like the, the, whoever the owner was had like a, uh, like his own choose your own adventure fanfic. If you go, if you go onto this site in like the Wayback Machine, which is how we're looking at the fan, the my fanfic now is through the Wayback Machine. You, I think you can probably still play these, play quote in quotes, these choose your own adventure fanfics that were on this site, and they're actually really cool. And at back when I discovered this, I loved playing through them like multiple times when I was like eleven. It was like playing a computer game. And at some point, uh, me, the small precocious child, thought it would be a great idea to type a fanfic into Microsoft Outlook email window and start mailing a fanfic to this person, just totally unsolicited. Uh, you know, because why not? Like, I'm 11. There's there's no reason why he would want this, but you know, who cares? <laughs> So I started sending this guy this fanfic and or I'm assuming it's a guy. I shouldn't assume that. I have no idea who owned this website. If you own this website, get in touch with us. Yeah, I would love <laughs> to talk to you because your website was awesome. Um, but whoever it was, and I, by the way, I had no other communications with this person. I would just send them my fanfic and they would put it up on the website wordlessly, like no wow. response in, to my emails. They would just put it up on the website. So even though my horrible, terrible fanfic was awful and I was sending it to this website unsolicited, for some reason he put it up, they, they put it up on the site. And uh, I even included, as you can see from the link we're staring at, as we record this horrible bitmap edits of Sailor Moon pictures for all my original Sailor Senshi. Yeah, there's a character Murphy. here named Sailor Murphite. Uh, and oh god, I'm looking I at think so. the drawing of her is, I I suspect, a drawing of Sailor Mercury, and then with her hair lengthened, turned blonde, and then lengthened, but it's lengthened in like a perfect square. <laughs> It's like just a perfect <laughs> square of hair that has. Look, I got, if, if, I'm guessing these are like MS Paint. These are yes. not like. You, you clearly put oh, some yeah. time into these. Oh, like, yeah. Look. Yeah, I sat at my computer for hours and edited these pictures. Hours. Yeah, I mean, look, there's a couple that are pretty rough. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. So, um, if you actually read this fanfic, it's terrible. I don't know how much of this you guys actually want to go through. Um, well, give us the but, give, give us the yeah, give us the elevator okay. pitch. <laughs> okay, and, and I guess if, if anyone's looking for this, they can of course uh, just search for your your name, Amanda Redman, and oh, I'm sure yeah. that's the name yeah. under which these stories are. Published. Uh, yes, I definitely want my real name name stamped all over this fanfic. Exactly. <laughs> uh, please, please tell us what your your uh, pseudonym yeah, I can was. See that here. Uh, my pseudonym for the for the fanfic was Sailor Ice Comet. That's cool. That is cool. I think I think I had learned in like sixth grade science class that comets sometimes have ice on them. So maybe that's wh why I went with that. <laughs> I have no idea. 
So anyway, can I actually, can I, there's one line in particular in, in this that I think kind of is amazing and it's right at the beginning. So can I, can I read some of this? Oh, please do. Okay. This is how it, it, it begins. Episode one, where the trouble all began. Yeah, I'm late for school. Luna, mom, dad, why didn't you wake me up? In all caps with three question marks. Which, Serena- now, now <laughs> if, I can pause you right there and ask sure. you a question. Is that like when, when you started writing your Sailor Moon fan fiction, did Clippy pop up and say, <laughs> it looks like you're writing a Sailor Moon fan fiction. This is how all of them start. <laughs> no but he should have that we need that microsoft update (laughs) for clippy because that is you're you're 100 correct this this fanfic it's 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 you know what makes it great is the pictures but once you start reading it i was only able to get through halfway before it was like i literally cannot read this anymore it's so terrible but anyway so yeah i'm late for school lunamon bad why didn't you wake me up serena cried marie ow Luna screamed as she was violently pushed off the bed. It was a bright, sunny Tuesday morning, 8.45 a.m. Serena, the leader of the Sailor Scouts, was, of course, late for school. As Serena rushes down the sidewalk to school, I I love how I'm switching between tenses. Oh, sure, yeah. Like, in the the first couple sentences, it's past tense. Suddenly, it's, it's present tense. Don't understand that. As Serena rushes down the sidewalk to school, she sees her friend Molly. Huff, huff, hi, Molly. Gasp. Serena managed to gasp out. <laughs> she gasped Molly out said, a gasp. Hi, Serena. What a, what a coincidence. <laughs> Molly said, Hi, Serena. How are you? Late. Oh, okay. Bye bye, Serena. Molly said with a smile. Serena chokes out a bye and continues wait, running. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> How is <laughs> Serena late for school? But Molly. <laughs> yeah, Molly Molly's just like, I, don't I, care. I have okay, no I idea. They're in the same class, class and they just pass each other on the street. So I don't understand. Maybe Molly is skipping school, perhaps. No. (laughs) Because she's about to sit down in the spoiler. She's about to sit down in the class. Molly is. So I don't know. In fact, fact, Serena runs past Molly and yet Molly gets to school first. in, in, In one in the next paragraph and Serena doesn't get there for two more paragraphs. At school, five minutes before the bell rings, Molly sits down in Mrs. H's room. She starts a verbal argument with Ray, who doesn't go to her school. She starts a verbal argument with Ray, the black-haired karate chopping temple girl. I don't think Ray does ever does any karate chopping. It's a little little racist. She starts a verbal argument with Ray, the black-haired karate Wait. chopping temple girl, about the movie Ants. What is this argument? <laughs> Between Molly and Ray, it is not. It is not detailed in this story. No. If you guys have a fanfic about this fanfic to tell us the ants scene, please send it in. Anyway, I just wanted to get to the ants part. That's pretty. That's the part I wanted to read because the fanfic is full of just like random shit like that. That makes absolutely no sense. It's it's completely irrelevant to this story it's just i have no idea the only thing i can think of is that like i wrote this on a day where i was at school and me and my friends were talking about that movie like it just come out or something that's the only thing i can think of about why this is in here i was gonna ask if you remembered having like a particularly passionate uh verbal argument about ants (sighs) it's about whether or not they were arguing whether or not it's morally okay to watch it because of woody allen jordan there you go (laughs) 
we're trying to have a good time. <laughs> I'm just trying to have a good time. Anyway, I don't want to go on too long on this, but now before uh, we before we leave it though, if we could sure. scroll up to the top, of, uh, can you tell us the names of these six uh, scouts? You oh yeah, I sure oh, can. This, Are you ready you for this? this? But uh, <laughs> I think I think you need to come back for a chibi sode where we read this fanfic and talk about it. <laughs> I That's would what love, I think. I would love to do that honestly because. Oh boy, if you start reading this, it is just the it is the worst most absurd thing you've ever read. This is this is a, a microcosm of all of the bad original senshi fan fiction from the 90s when the show was on Cartoon Network. It really is. Um I would love to do that if you guys invite me back to do that. So who are these guys? Who are these? Okay, so they have names. I'm trying to skip I'm trying to um move ahead in because there's a chapter in here where i i give them all horrible awful names oh here it is okay so uh if you looking at this image on the far left there's a recolor of sailor moon right it's sailor moon with with blue hair she has blue hair, hair so she's got the she's got uh usagi's classic um short poofy bangs so she's still got usagi's bangs no uh odango and then her hair is just down and long in the back. It's like maybe down to her bow, her butt bow. Yeah, it's funny because I, I called it long hair. In real life, it's long hair. In Sailor Moon World, it's like medium yeah. length. It's, it's medium length, yeah. <laughs> also, uh, her her right foot is just oh. absent. Yeah, like that. it got clipped off in, in the bitmap I was editing or something. Right. right um, so who's that? She, that is, oh, you know what? She's not in this specific, what I'm looking at here. Oh, you Where don't remember. Is... Oh, okay. So the the here's the plot of the fanfic, just to give context to what I'm about uh -huh. to explain. These are, this is basically, it's basically the plot of Sailor Stars. Um, these are like, these are. Uh, sp spoiler warning for uh, me. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, well um, it, it's, it, it won't really get too much into it, into okay. actual Sailor Stars, but these are basically brainwashed members of the 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 sailor senshi team like these are other okay. like they're other planets in the solar system and they would normally be part of the actual wow. sailor moon team lots of secret got, planets apparently yeah yeah but they got like brainwashed by queen barrel or or something whoever the villain is in this i don't even remember um so they all have horrible terrible evil senshi names are you ready for these names yes let's do okay. it the girl we were just talking about with blue hair and usagi's bangs is sailor devastation okay yes <laughs> yes. yes 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 okay okay yes, i'm in next to her is a recolor of sailor venus but her hair is cut short so she basically she has like molly, molly hair yeah yeah, yeah she basically has like molly Naruto. hair yeah and her skirt is recolored to be brown, and her bow is is pink. And her name is Sailor Alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Sorry, sorry. All right. Okay. Next to her is is the most batshit insane thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, it's a recolor of Sailor Jupiter, but her Surely hair. This is the leader. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Actually, I think. I think the Sailor Mercury recolor was probably supposed to be the leader, okay. if I remember correctly. Anyway, the Sailor Jupiter recolor has literal rainbow hair. So, like, her bangs are red, and then it turns orange, and then her ponytail goes from yellow to green to blue to purple. 
it's 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 if someone did a sailor rainbow dash yeah. cosplay. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what that's, this is. That's what it is. And then her front bow and her back bow are also like Rainbows. the ribbon is rainbow. And then the actual skirt and the collar is just purple. And what's her name? Uh that was Sailor Destruction. <laughs> that seems <laughs> that doesn't seem to fit the image, honestly. And then is this uh, is this next one Sailor Murphite or is that somebody else? That okay, I don't Murphite I think was like her dark her her negaverse like name. Okay. Like that's her negaverse name. But I think her actual name Hold on, hold on. Where is it? There's like I split up their names between. Oh, are you ready? Oh man. Her name is Sailor Death. Oh, pleasant. <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. And then right, the, right, makes sense. The next one two recolored Marses here, yeah. Yeah, there's two different Mars recolors. I actually don't remember who this gray one is. I think I added her later and I think this image is from like one of the later episodes because she doesn't appear in in like I'm looking at like episode 3 or 4 where she, they all these like characters She's like the sixth name. ranger. Of yeah, the group. yeah, exactly. She's like the Tommy. I think she was kind of supposed to be like the evil Chibiusa, like the sixth character who's like a little bit smaller and shorter sure. than everybody else. Yeah, which okay, which I was going to ask you about because the the image of her is smaller. Yeah, she's it's shrunk. Clearly like the, yeah. yeah, you really have shrunk the image down a little bit, <laughs> so it just looks like she's maybe like five feet behind the others. Yeah, I, I think I was trying because her legs, the proportions of her body are the same, so she still has those really long legs that the all all the other ones have. But I think I was trying to make it look like she was, like, shoulder height for the rest of them. Like, she was supposed to be shorter. I don't remember her name. It's It doesn't come up in the earlier chapters, so I'm actually not sure. Um, maybe we can get into that if you want to do a chibi-sode on this. We'll get to her in the story. Okay. Okay, and then there's... Then the last one is basically a Mars recolor, but regretfully, I recolored her skin instead of her hair and now you can and- say that your heart was in the right place <laughs> but this did not work out no. at all i'm sorry <laughs> so she's black mm-hmm. i i made her i made, it's it's black sailor mars and she has a blue skirt and a a uh, yellow bow. So she basically has the same colors as Stellar Uranus, but I didn't know about her, I guess, at this point. Mm. Um, and that is Sailor Evil. <laughs> oh, that's very good. <laughs> okay. The Sailor Devastation, so, Sailor Alone, Sailor Destruction, yes. Sailor Death, yes, and Sailor Evil. You're, 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 yes, you're, I'm sorry. Were, I'm so sorry. You were partially this. creating the Endless. <laughs> you were so close to being Neil Gaiman. <laughs> you know what? That's a great way of putting it. <laughs> that makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> and you know, honestly, I would rather read this than Sandman. <laughs> oh, poor Sandman. <laughs> oh, oh. Poor, poor Sandman. <laughs> now, is there something I'm missing here? Do you not like Sandman? No, no, I like it just fine. Okay. I like okay. it just fine. Before anyone emails, I like it just fine. Okay. He's just complimenting your fanfic. Oh, yeah, thank you. Fan. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's let's move on. Uh, before we get into the episode, I think we've got a little bit of Sailor Business Business sure. to talk about uh, with me and Jordan. It's a new year, everybody. 
Yeah, you guys have heard episodes since Christmas and New Year's, but we haven't recorded one since Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, this is this is not your first episode of 2018, but it's our first episode of 2018. So happy uh, happy New Year, everybody! You know what we should do is we should celebrate the Lunar New Year. Oh, when's Ooh. that? What happens? Uh, I don't actually know. <laughs> let's Google Foo. Let's see here, Lunar New Year. Friday, February sixteenth. Oh wow, we got eight. Yeah, so we should. That's that's when we're going to celebrate the uh, our twenty eighteen. <laughs> All right. So uh, Jordan, this is this is the first time we're catching up after the holidays. Uh, did you have we talked about Sailor Moon Christmas presents? Uh, at all? We. Oh, even I can talk about that. Well, Sorry, again, we ahead. haven't because we haven't recorded since Christmas. So uh, yeah. okay. I didn't actually get anything Sailor Moon themed, but. Yeah, I did not get you a Sailor Moon. But it's still worth mentioning uh, about your present because it is Sailor Business related in that you got me, uh, I'm going to tell everybody, Chris got me Mm -hmm. the Blu ray of Sailor Sailor Moon, (laughs) of Spider Man Homecoming. Right. But the note didn't include a signature of who got it for me. So I actually had to tweet out who got me this. And it was just a note that said, I legitimately, like, I, I legit cried in the theater seeing this. And that's all it said. And I tweeted that, and one of our yeah. fans went, I'm pretty sure Chris cried <laughs> when he saw this movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like, a, like, a, I just, I mean, he did, the, when Spider-Man did the thing <laughs> that he does, like, it got me. Aww. Like, oh, it's very, very good. Um, now, Jordan, mm-hmm. you did get me a Sailor Moon mm-hmm. uh, Christmas present. Uh, you got me the, the little, uh, like, buildable figures of uh x-force yeah yes and by x-force we mean the sailor moon x-force x-force means the the, the outer senshi (laughs) yes uh so i've got i've got chibi uh i've got pluto saturn uh uranus and neptune and uh they're like we've talked about these figures before because jordan you had like i think i've got a couple like i actually have uh, a little uh gashapon thing over here that has like venus in it um but they're very weird because they are meant to come in these little packages so they're like you you build the figures but it's all like their torso is one piece and then yeah. they're like below the waist is one piece oh, so fun. it's like yeah it's just like oh you just have you know here sitting on my desk is just a tiny a tiny little woman's legs and underwear so you could start a collection of just women's legs and underwears and throw out all the torsos yeah if i was a serial killer <laughs> These uh, these figures in particular, I thought were interesting because it's casual X Force. They're not ready for battle. This is the lounging X Force. Yeah. Uh, well, it's which is very frustrating because Pluto and Saturn are sitting, but I don't, I can't, like they won't quite sit on the edge of a table and they won't stay oh, no. on top of a computer. Really, and that Ch- sucks. And Chibi's leaning, but I don't know what she's supposed to be leaning on. <laughs> But the best ones, um, Uranus and Neptune, go together. So uh, Uranus is kind of like lounging, like uh, on her back, and uh, Neptune is is sitting on her knees. And you're meant to put them together so that Uranus is resting her head on on Neptune's lap. Aww. So it's a cute little, yeah, it's like a really cute little thing. I love when they but do that with them. If you don't have both of them, it has included a little book with uh <laughs> with uranus that you can use as a pillow nice. oh my god like as though she's just like out studying and has propped her head up on a book that is literally thicker than her torso <laughs> what? <laughs> what book is it yeah what it's, book does she own that would be that thick 
it's uh, probably uh car repair <laughs> it's the guide to the 92 ferrari it's, I guess. The, it's the sailor moon manga one book omnibus yeah it's a it's a big old tank of bomb uh <laughs> Now, Amanda, you, you got a Sailor Moon Christmas present? You know, yes. I I Technically, I think I did. I, I thought my husband had bought me something. But as we were sitting here talking about it, I'm realizing that the thing I th- that I thought he bought for me is something I bought for myself. Counts. <laughs> <laughs> um, Self-bought present. Yeah. Well, we just, we were in, uh, so I got married in November and we went. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. And uh, we, our honeymoon was to Tokyo. And uh, so we got a chance to go to the Sailor Moon store in Tokyo. So I thought that he had bought me things from there, but I'm remembering now that I literally just bought $100 of stuff there for myself. (laughs) (laughs) So cool. What'd you get? Yeah, I got some really cool um, keychains. I got this little tin that has like Luna's face on it, where when you open it, it's like post-it notes that are really cute. Is it purple or black? She is purple, but you know what? <laughs> if I can weigh on, weigh in on this debate for a second, I, I I do agree that she's purple, but she's probably <sighs> supposed to be black. But like the purple is for visual. Oh no, purposes. she's absolutely like okay, again. Okay, okay, this is an argument. Like, like yeah, Superman's not supposed to have blue hair either. Right. Okay, most right. of the time in the show, she doesn't even. She's not purple most of the time. She's usually anyway. Let's move on. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I got that stuff. I got some really cool keychains. I got a pen. So it's like a really cute little Sailor Moon pen that, you know, those pens where you could, there's like three things you can push down to get different color ink. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those. Um, I think I might have gotten, I, I know I got a few other things because I literally spent $100, but I don't remember exactly what all of them are. I also, there's also tons of secondhand stores in Japan too, actually, for um, like old anime goods um so like stuff that's 20 years old so we went into some of these stores and i actually found like notebooks and stickers from like the original run of fifth sailor moon and nakiyoshi magazine so stuff that's like 20 years old from like the manga because i'm a manga fan so so that stuff is actually even more exciting to me personally than some of the sailor moon store stuff so i i came back with a lot of swag that is fantastic. All of which I legitimized by saying it was Christmas presents for myself while I was on my honeymoon. So <laughs> now, while you were in Tokyo, did you get a chance to go to like the Hakawa Shrine or the little weird statue no, of the girl? No, we never got to do that. So that's oh, something we can do boy. if we go back. But we were, I really should, I really don't have an excuse for why I didn't get to go to that because our hotel was in, um, it was Juban. In, yeah, it was not in Juban, but Juban was like one train stop away from where our hotel was. So we were very close. We were in like the same area of Tokyo that the show is supposed to take place in. So I really have no excuse for not going to see all those things, but it just didn't fit into in our into our uh, itinerary like for the trip. So so you didn't get to the Crown Game Center? No, or, I wish. Well, I don't know if Crown is Fruit Restaurant or whatever Paller. that place is called. Fruit Paller. Fruit Pallor, Fruit Pallor, or, uh, or or Pizza Coffee. You didn't get over no, to Pizza Coffee. No, I did not get to go to Maxfield Stanton Memorial Park. I didn't get to do oh. any of that. Yeah, so I have an excuse to go back, basically. I want a map. I want a map that has everything we've talked about on the show. Yeah, someone needs to oh, make oh. that. 
That would be fun. Like like a yeah, like a thing that just showed with all of the fake stores and all of the with, yeah. with Maxfield Stan Memorial Park, the time travel pond, the forest that contains Maxfield Stan's dilapidated mansion. Wow. Uh the crater that used to be Mugen Academy. <laughs> <laughs> I want it all. I want it on the map. I mean, or right. it could be before Mujin blew blew up, but we'll see. No, put the crater on there. Okay, great. Uh, let's let's you know what? Let's do this friggin' show. All right. Oh. Uh, and thank you, Daniel, for that new uh, Sailor Moon Supers uh, subtitle sound clip for sending that in. Uh, this week's episode which we can no longer delay talking about is called capture Pegasus, the Amazon's trap. If you'd like to watch along, it is on Hulu. Uh, it originally aired on March 25th of 1995 was written by Genki Yoshimura, uh, directed by Yuji Endo. And, uh, I already know the original title because <laughs> it is it. in the first paragraph of the wiki entry. Cause, uh, wiki moon is down. So I had to go to the right. sailor moon, uh, fandom. Oh, you know, it's funny. Well, Chris, guess what? Yeah. Because Wiki Moon is down, I don't have the page open, which means I don't remember what it's called. I, I oh, you don't remember what it's called? I knew at one point in my okay. life. <laughs> Jordan, if you want to guess, yeah. If you do, you want to guess? Yeah, okay. let's do it. Let's it's try. actually, it's actually an appropriate title for this episode based on the Japanese title. It's not very creative, wow. but it's not very creative, and it's not good. Yeah. Okay, what's the Japanese title again? Capture Pegasus: The Amazon's Trap. Okay, the Pegasus trap. No, close. What what do you what do you do? What do they do with Naru in this episode? Uh the user is bait. Yes. So Pegasus bait? Uh, no. It's it's baiting the trap is the name of the episode. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. That's yeah. not the yeah. worst. They've done worse. And uh as as I mentioned, folks. It's a Naru episode. We haven't had one of those in a while. And I, I have some bad news for you. Yes, please tell this us. This is the last Naru episode in the series. This, yeah, this is the last appearance. Yeah. Uh, which I assume means it's also Umino's final yeah, appearance. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which Naru leaves the show as she entered the show, yep. being menaced by a monster for no reason. <laughs> I, I do I do kind of love that this is if this has to be Naru's last appearance, it's everything you want out of Naru. We get we get her uh having a dream of the future. We get her relationship with Umino, we get her menaced by a monster. So bon voyage, Naru, after this episode. Yeah, somebody told me one of our fans told me on Twitter uh, that this was her last episode, and I suggested that maybe uh, maybe as we get closer to the end of stars, we can do a chibi sode theorizing what happens to her and we know for the rest of their lives based on all that. Oh, yes. <laughs> I I want like, I want to do like, it's been a long oh. road without <laughs> I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. But like clips of Naru, like getting like, like falling unconscious. Like it's it's three minutes of clips of Naru falling unconscious. Uh, uh, so we open up in the Dark Moon Circus with some reused animation. With some good old re- <laughs> like you thought it was just the the last half of each episode. It is all of every episode. Uh, Madame Zirconia is yelling at the Amazon trio, and and Madame Zirconia actually brings up a thing we have talked about on the show before because she literally says. 
Pegasus was right there in front of you yeah. several times. Yeah. Uh, and they still have been unable to find uh, Pegasus, even though they have they have seen Pegasus emerge from Chibiusa's dreams. So at least once. Can we talk about the Moon Circus for a minute again? Uh, again, I know this is all reused animation. I know we've seen all this before. Uh-huh. But it's just so goofy and weird. Although, actually, we get a for we get it actually starts with a preview of the monster. Does it? Yeah. Oh, I, I guess so because we do see we see uh, her shadow. Yeah, huh. we see the the juggling monster yeah. for a moment. But I just want to talk about like what what is the situation? This is this is what life is like in the Dead Moon Circuits. Everybody gets into the main room and parties like there's no tomorrow, and all does their tricks. They just sit around going, "What's my thing? I just do this one thing over and over again, and I'm gonna do the shit out of it right now." <laughs> I, I'm a mummy with a muppet head on. I'm just gonna dance. Yeah, exactly. And then Zirconia is like, "Hey, everybody!" And they all go, "Oh, oh, oh." And they all like bow their heads and sink into the ground. And this happens every day. She's like, I want to get my address. Everyone go away. And they all just disappear. And keep in mind that this is taking place in a circus tent the size of several city blocks. (laughs) And we actually get an establishing shot of it. And a train goes by. It's enormous. And I want like I wanna I wanna know about all the the salarymen. And like on that train, getting ready to go to work, like are they looking out the window? Is everybody just reading the paper? Or are they looking out the window, going, "Hey, is that is that a giant circus town?" Okay, no, can, th- hold on. Can I just magic. say something really quick? Please. Okay. Point number one about why the manga is better than this show. Okay, here's what ha- here's how this is in the manga. The the circus tent comes down, and then like the whole first half of this part of the manga is the senshi investigating the weird circus tent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they all in the like like this is you know the, the ninety two anime. It's like for five year olds, right? Oh. I get that. I, no, it is. It is. You know, it came it's on. It's for babies. Yeah, it's for babies. It, it came on. It had like a seven o'clock at night time like time slot so it was like a prime time show and you know it was family entertainment so it's got adult jokes for the parents and then it's 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 baby stuff for for the kids who are watching it and but like the manga is more um, a comic for like the 12 to 13 year old age range so there is so much more practical logic in the manga of like what people would actually do The manga, I would say, is like a young adult manga. Yeah. Like, it's it's for tweens and teens. Would you yes. say it's the difference between the X-Men comics and the X-Men cartoon? Uh, Yeah, actually. That's probably a pretty good comparison. Chris, does that offend you? <laughs> I, I mean, no, but like, and if people want to experience that, they can just go read X-Men 92, <laughs> uh, available in three paperback volumes. Don't be fooled, one is volume zero. So, <laughs> buy them all. Uh, so, yeah. Like the the thing that gets me about this all last season and and all the first season and kind of the second season, th- like we got the scouts being like, oh, we gotta we gotta find the uh, we we gotta find the enemy. We got like, oh, we where's you know where's the enemy? Yeah. Like remember there was a whole thing where Artemis was living inside a fucking arcade machine, <laughs> being like, we gotta find the enemy. And then it was a big deal when they were like, oh, they're at point D. Yeah, like. Yep. No one's looking for the enemy in this season. Everybody's like, and, and this is abundantly clear next week in what might be the worst episode of Sailor Moon. What? 
no. Oh, no. We're going to have a throwdown when we get to this episode then. Oh, oh, by all means. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready to fight Come with you, Chris. Come at me on this I'm one. ready. <laughs> wow. Okay, uh, but we'll get like, there. Nobody is ever... There's no investigation no. about what's going on. No, Nobody no, gives isn't. a shit about finding the Black Moon Circus. Because if they did, it's right there. there no, there, nobody there's... really asks questions about anything. Nobody asks Shibiusa really any questions, even though it's incredibly obvious that she knows something that she's not telling anybody. Nobody asks any questions at all. <laughs> there's obviously some sort of magic going on that makes people kind of ignore the fact that there's a giant Oh, circuit. come on. Don't give me well, that excuse. That's your, that's your answer for everything, and it's not canonical. It's just some shit you made yeah. up. Yes, but it is in keeping with everything about this show. So it's, so it's headcanon, yes. which means it's unofficial. <laughs> well, it's as uh, unofficial as Ray being a quarter monster. Which which got articles written about it recently. I don't know if you've all seen that. Did it really? Yes. yes. Not, not it didn't credit us. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I, actually, I know the person. I know the guy who runs that site. Uh, if I can plug it really quick, I'm sure Please. he'd love it if I did. TuxedoandMask.com. He's he writes a lot of really cool articles about Sailor Moon. Anyway, and he and he references ahead. his his theory. He ends up saying he doesn't think that's why she has psychic powers, but that's fine. He's wrong about that. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, look, the, sidebar to the sidebar to the fucking sidebar. <laughs> uh, if there were other, if there were more prominent examples of the other scouts having like superpowers, because like we know Ami's a genius and we know she's like the smartest person in the country, but you know, she, she's, she's, she studies, you know, it's not like she's just like effortlessly brilliant. That's true. Uh, and, and Greg, was able to score just the same on tests, but you know, Gre- did Greg? Greg had a crystal, right? He, yeah. yeah, he's a monster. Yeah, Greg's a monster. Crane Game Joe's a monster. If we saw like a like more examples on the show of uh, like Venus's agility, or if or if Mercury was a cyborg like she was originally <laughs> supposed to be, a, a cybernetic organism or cybernorg. <laughs> Oh God, that's a that's a Tom Shioli joke. Anyway, uh, nobody gives a shit about the Black Circus. <laughs> like, you think Pegasus when he showed up would have been like, "Hey, could you maybe take care of these guys?" Yeah, no. Oh, no, uh, no, no. point number two: why this the manga version of this story is so much better. Pegasus literally explains when he first appears why he needs help in the manga. <laughs> He actually explains well, that's it, no fun. and he appears. No, he doesn't just appear to Chibiusa. He appears to Chibiusa and Usagi and Mamoru. So he's also not asking Chibiusa to like keep secrets from all of her friends. Oh yeah, I've completely forgot that aspect yeah. of it. So, Serialized TV shows are built on people keeping dumb yes, secrets for no yes, reason. Yes, yes. That's like <laughs> the entire plot of every show. Yeah. So we cut to the the, the Amazon trio gets reamed out. They cut to them at the bar. Um, speaking okay. of uh, okay um have they changed the squiggle because i think it's a word now no it's always looked like that okay i th- like i don't know why i realized this or, or or thought this watching it today but i think it might be the word century no it, it always has kind of looked like that yeah like have we talked about it being the word century the, there's no t the t is the t is like the line under the eye <laughs> oh clearly yeah but that looks just like the c-e-n-u-r-y right yeah on some level yeah 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 i think it might be supposed to say century i don't know 
because like otherwise it is just random lines it, it i think it's yeah i don't know um someone wrote to us and i'm sorry i i can look at twitter and find out but we, you know how we used to say season one is like the office and season two was like arrested development the villains uh somebody is asking if they all sit around bars and come up with plans is it always sunny yes I think that's very yes, they're exactly, which, which makes Madame Zaconi a friend. They're exactly <laughs> yeah. as shitty people as all the characters <laughs> in Always Sunny. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That that did also made me realize though we didn't and we didn't ever come up with a sitcom for season three, did we? Uh, I I don't think we did. Uh, huh. What what sitcom is it where a bunch of teens are just assholes to each other? Is there? Oh, like like a like a Mean Girls kind of show. <laughs> well, there you go. I don't know. I don't know. Is there a show like that? Please send in your suggestions, or or put it on Twitter, and we'll talk about it in next week's episode. If anybody responds, oh, put it on Twitter right now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, oh, speaking of uh, the three of these uh, folks sitting around at the bar, we also got a lot of uh, commentary on uh, fisheye and gender identity uh, with a lot of people talking about um how it related to zoocyte in the first season and i'm really interested in in hearing more about that if you want to email us we'll read those out on the show uh because that is i think that's a thing we were like we got a heads up about uh and then i completely forgot when fish i was introduced so i apologize uh for that if it came off as awkward uh but yeah i am interested to hear more so they sit down and they're like, uh, all right, let's figure this out. Oh, wait, we, we uh, forgot, how about this one? We forgot the part where Tiger's Eye makes like this weird promise to Zirconia about how he has like oh, a yeah. secret weapon or something. Hawk's Eye. Oh, oh, I'm right. sorry, Hawk's Eye. Yeah. yeah, Hawk's Eye. Ace in the hole. Yeah. Oh, um, I just got a text from my wife who says the Witches Five are Don't Trust the Bee. Oh, okay. I didn't watch Which that. Is actually very accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So in the bar, Tiger's Eye just goes, I don't know, this one. Guess what? Randomly, it's Molly. Wow. Just totally it's... randomly, he picks Molly. Yeah, and he's got, like, we see, the, we see the, the bar where they've got, like, all the pictures of all the girls laid out. And it's so weird because, like, the one of Molly is, like, a creep shot. Yeah. Uh, but, like, we also see, like, they've got, like, some girls, like, some bikini girls and some, like. <laughs> but, like, I wish it was all just clippings. Of Molly, be like, like you know, lo- local girl comatose again. <laughs> oh, uh, God. local girl's Disney oh, turns bad. So I didn't look at the p- other pictures because I was just focused on what they were actually talking about in Molly. But you're right; there's some real creep shots in there. Yeah. I like. I'm literally seeing one where you don't get to see the whole picture, but all you see is up the girl's skirt, her underwear. Huh. Uh huh. In the top corner. That's all you Good. see. Good old Sailor Moon. <laughs> uh, so they decide that they're going to build a cage for Pegasus. Uh, no, no, Because if no. they can't capture Pegasus this time, uh, then uh, Madame Zirconia is going to flip out. Hey, guess what doesn't come back next week? Her flipping out. That idea? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they do not capture it. Spoiler warning. They do, the bad guys do not win in this episode, and it is not mentioned next week when we see them show up again. But don't, 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 don't undersell this, Chris. Like, they, they build this up. He goes again, like, oh, I've got an ace in the hole. Well, what is it? What is this ace in the hole? Like, they're like, oh, my God. And we don't even find out about the cage yet. So, yeah, don't don't tell people it's a cage yet. 
Well, we've been here for an hour. Strike that Jordan, from the record. So. All right. Okay. Strike it from the record. So <laughs> uh, Molly is at uh, Ice Cream Frozen Beach, everyone's favorite ice cream shop. That's pretty awesome, guys. Can I just say, it's been a while. Like, we had the Fruit Pallor a while ago, but Sailor Moon Supers is like, hey, it's been a while since we've had a restaurant. Let's put five of them in one episode. Yeah. Because <laughs> right now we're at Frozen Beach, where you can get your uh, chocolate ice cream. And uh, Nari's waiting around for Umino when uh, Tiger's Eye shows up, just just dripping in jewelry. This is probably the best scene in the episode because of how funny it gets. Yeah, so he rolls up on Naru and he's like, hey, uh, I'm handsome and I wear uh, the Hope Diamond as an earring. <laughs> so I'm going to be handsome at you for a minute. And it and then Molly's like, it starts to work. Cool. Yeah, she's like, wow, he is really good looking. It kind of starts to work. Well, as we know, Molly's into much, much, much older yeah. men. With long hair. With long hair. With long hair. He, he has got, basically exactly like He's this. got a nephrite look to him a little bit. Yeah. 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 It's a fact. Uh, also, they're very rude to Naru. Like, the, she is called simple and plain in this uh, episode. While he's trying to seduce her, or? Well, they, they call her plain when they're looking at her picture. Oh, okay. And then uh, he's like, mm, she's so simple. Uh, which is pretty rough. But then Umino shows up. And, 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 and Tiger's Eye like, thinks to himself, what is that miserable, ugly thing? And then Naru like bails on Tiger's Eye. Yeah. And Naru runns off with Umino and Tiger's Eye just has this meltdown. He turns into a Fist of the North Star character. <laughs> and just screams. He's devastated. If he's not attractive, what is he? A creep. <laughs> well, no, I know that, but he doesn't. <laughs> yes. Uh, he also gets a spotlight. Like, yeah. a spotlight comes out on him so that he can have a monologue, which is very, very funny. And then we cut immediately to Fisheye and Hawkeye doing a spit take. Yep. Back in the bar. Doing their spit take. Uh, yeah. Pretty awesome. Yeah. And just rubbing it in. Oh, you have been in a slump. And he says, she couldn't understand my beauty. <laughs> Molly Molly likes people for what's inside. <laughs> Except she also likes Amino, who is uh, also a creep. Just yeah, just a miserable, just a horrible person. He used to does be not creep. have a good choice in men. He used to be much more of a creep. He he also has an honorable side. Don't forget, he throws uh, he throws fried shrimp when it matters. Yeah, tuxedo Melvin. <laughs> so he's like, look, this is pointless. There's no way Pegasus would be into her anyway, because. Uh, she didn't like me, so this is ridiculous. Yeah, she doesn't. She can't understand beauty, so she doesn't have beautiful dreams, obviously. So, but Hawkeye goes, ah, but we can use her anyway because I've got a great plan. <laughs> is he? So is he the? Who is he? Is he Dennis or is he? Oh, he's Dennis. <laughs> he's he's Dennis. very Dennis. Tiger's Eye is is uh, Mac. Oh. Would Tiger's Eye be Dennis? Because he's the one using the Dennis. System. Oh, that's true. You're right. Uh, so, yeah. so then, yeah. so then yeah, Hawkeye, yeah. Hawkeye is Mac. Hawkeye is, is Mac, and, that, and then Fisheye is Sweet Day. <laughs> oh, so we don't get uh, and then the balloon monster next week is Charlie, <laughs> <laughs> and Zirconia is Frank Reynolds. Yes, Zirconia is Frank. Okay, it's, it's all settled. It's all settled. <laughs> so, so, so this is I, okay. Look, I say this as someone who reads a lot of superhero comics. This is fucking nonsense. Oh, yep. totally. Yep. He's like, he's like, hey. 
I built a cage because as we all know, which is my favorite thing for people to say in, uh, in manga and anime, uh, as we all know, Pegasus can't exist in the real world. It's the only thing I've ever agreed with them on. Of course. Because <laughs> uh, you have no magic in your heart. Uh, so he's like, Pegasus can't exist in the real world. So what I did is I made some antimatter to, to inside this cage. Yeah. This but cage. Like, really explain why they need a cage. I don't understand it? how he knows or thinks this is going to trap Pegasus. It doesn't really make any sense. How does he know this? Yeah. And why do you need a cage? Why do you need the actual cage part of the cage if it's like this subspace zone that yeah, wait, okay. you're what actually is using let's, to trap let's, Pegasus? Let's talk science. Let's get let's get the real hard <laughs> details on this. What he says he does is uh, it got him thinking. Uh, by charging matter with negative energy, he could create a subspace where he could keep him confined. Oh, so of course. Charge matter with <laughs> negative energy, and that creates a subspace. Just, <laughs> just, it's just fucking magic. Yeah, just call it magic. Just say that it's a magic cage. Like uh, when I said magic made this, the circus not be seen, you guys gave me a lot of shit for that. <laughs> Well, that's because no one's like, oh, yes, there's a refractory field around the yeah, giant circus. That's, that's the kind of thing you need to mention. Like, you got to mention that to establish that. Uh, so, yeah, they're going to use Molly as bait. They're going to use her as Pegasus bait and trap him in a cage. Yeah. So yeah. They, they decide to stick with the Naru plan uh, like all monsters do. But like, and again, this would make perfect sense if they were like, OK, well, we know there's this one girl who always gets rescued and it's happened 14 times. <laughs> so if we just get her, but we don't talk about that at all. It's just like, Oh, Nara's got beautiful dreams. Yeah, no, in fact, in fact, the opposite. I mean, again, I've already mentioned on previous episodes, they should be going. Obviously those sailor scouts have Pegasus. That's yeah. clear. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. Especially all the pink hair. Yeah, the pink girl hair is clearly summoning him. That's really the angle we, sh we should be going for with this. Those pumpkins. Yeah. <laughs> Those pumpkins from the other week. Uh, Tiger's Eye decides to head to the bookstore where Naru is looking for a book about becoming a nurse because Naru wants to become a nurse now. That's a thing. Uh, but I guess when you watch someone bleed out in front of you, you probably, <laughs> probably decide maybe you should get into medicine. I don't know. It makes sense. And we see, uh, Jordan, do you want to talk about what we see uh, Tiger's Eye reading? So he's reading a book called Cherry Boys. Yeah. Now, I'm trying to figure out right now if this is a real book. Okay, I did some research. There is a manga called Cherry Boys, but from later. it did not begin until 2001. And there is going to be a live action movie this year, 2018. But I think this is an inside joke because Cherry Boys, it, there's one shot where we can the see author, the yeah. author's name and it's S. Hasegawa. And Shinya Hasegawa uh, was an animator uh, who did not work on, on, actually, I think he did work on this. Yeah, he worked on this show. He was the animation director on this show, uh, this episode, and also worked on Promise of the Rose and Hearts and Ice, which we have not watched yet. Uh, but he he was the animation director of this episode of Sailor Moon. So gotcha. uh, I don't know why Cherry Boys and the cover of Pouring Honey on a Flower. Yeah, the, let's <laughs> that's what I wanted to talk about, too, is this cover. Like, it's a it's a flower and somebody's pour I don't, like what? What is happening? <laughs> OK, and uh, well, but listen, 
Tiger's eyes way into it. Yeah. Uh, I also like that Naru's book is called You Can Be a Wonderful Nurse, which is a great like title for an instruction manual or an educational manual. I think it's it's really good. And he uh, he calls that a cliche that she wants to be a nurse. Yes. Uh, but he's like, oh, she cares about sickly men who don't have long to live. And it's like, well, yeah, maybe yes. you should go get stabbed by a monster. What is that logic anyway? Like she wants to be a nurse. So that means she she totally falls for sickly men. Well, I mean, again, I mean, I she has so. a history. It's well, No, she did. She fell well, for... Well, I know. I mean, we know that. <laughs> but Tiger's Eye doesn't know that. He's just <laughs> jumping to conclusions. Maybe Tiger's, maybe Tiger's Eye thinks Umino has some kind of weird wasting disease. <laughs> uh, so he encounters her outside the store and starts fake crying and being like, I only have three first, <laughs> No, first he goes, hey, good to see you again. And she's like, oh, who are you? And he is outraged again and she doesn't remember yeah, she's like have we met which is hilarious because you would remember this guy <laughs> well he took off all his jewelry oh, yeah. this time don't forget he would be telling your friends about this guy for quite some time he, he ditched the earrings chris he got rid of his earrings and his rings yeah uh and he's like uh i'm gonna die in three months wasn't the wasn't the son also gonna die or no when when the like son? when ikuko was attacked Oh, yeah. It's, well, I don't know. Actually. No, he was just looking for his mother who was her. Yeah. It was just freaky. What, was yeah. it his mother who was sickly? No, I think his, no. his father died. No, you know what he did? He he pretended he hadn't eaten in like three days. That's it. That's yeah, what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. So um, Tiger's Eye is like, uh, I need you to help me by being my girlfriend, <laughs> which is bananas. He and said, Molly... She Although, falls for it. Kind of, yeah. This is insane. So he says a I, line my, that I accepted at face value, but my wife went, wait, that makes no sense. Which is, I'm too young to die without ever knowing love. And she was like, no, that's the opposite. If you're young and you die, you very likely won't know love. If you were old and you die without knowing love, that would be extra tragic. I. That's a... That's a very weird nitpick i mean surely you've heard like you know i don't like i don't want to die a virgin right right no of course but it's it's two sentiments combined each individually makes sense if you say i'm too young to die we'd go yes that makes sense it's tragic that you're dying young and if you say i'm gonna die without knowing love it's like yes that's tragic you're gonna die without knowing love that's a bummer but to combine the two into i'm too young to die without knowing love it's like right there's a certain level at which we want you not to know love when you're young <laughs> so if you're under that age you're not too young for it you're right and although this guy's clearly not that young so how old are they supposed to be i don't, I know. don't know i would say of an age appropriate for a child but <laughs> who knows what that show thinks it is <laughs> if memory is going to be 45 these guys also have got to be at least 45 that's true. That's uh, true. Yeah. Oh, not next week. <laughs> next week's going to be a real good time. I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. It's going to be, there's lots to talk about. But so he's too young to die without knowing love. And uh, that really does bum Molly out. She's like, you know what? He's right. I guess I should, I don't know. I'm going to have to think about this. Because um, she does freak out because she has a boyfriend. <sighs> I hate this so much. I just think that this whole plot with Naru and him is just so absurd. Um, like in my notes i wrote is. oh baby no what are you doing during this scene because it's just like i mean i guess naru is that dumb chris i have an important question <laughs> for you because i'm forgetting i i I've, it's something i've forgotten because it's been a while mm -hmm. what's the name of this show 
uh, Sailor Moon. Who's that? <laughs> it's a good question. Good question. Maybe we'll find out after our act break. Jordan. Yeah. How can people support this show? Well, they can support it by supporting us on a little site called Patreon. It is a site where you uh, become a patron of the Sailor Business and Xena Warrior Business podcasts, and you offer to give uh, money every month to the podcast to keep us going. Uh, it can be an amount as small as $1. Or as large as infinite dollars. Yes. Well, infinite dollars, probably the system could not handle. Okay. As large as $73,562 and no sense. And those are the only two options. <laughs> no, no, those aren't the only the two range. options. That's the range. You could pledge at $5 and get stuff like bonus audio. Uh, you, like the, uh, the, did I put up, I put up the Die Hard uh discussion, no, die hard right? we put up for everybody okay right right because i was not home your personality test was a uh was a bonus clip only for patrons yeah uh bonus audio outtakes uh stuff like uh allison's songs that she's doing for uh xena warrior business we put up as individual downloads so you can just drop those on your your mp3 player and and listen to them if I could apologize, I haven't done any. It's because I'm having a problem with my hand. I can't play the ukulele right now. I'm hoping it'll oh, go no. away. Yeah, it really sucks. What's wrong? What's the problem? Um, my wife thinks it's tendinitis, uh, but I just it's, it's incredibly painful to try to play the ukulele right now. Well, it's incredibly painful for us when you try to play the ukulele, wow. too. No. Damn it. Wow. I'm sorry, Jordan. I don't mean that. That was you rude. Were... But you did. You put it on the tee. I did. I was backed ready. away. <laughs> Damn. So yeah, you can uh if fifteen dollars you can get a pin. We have not designed our new pin oh. for the year, so we're still sending out the uh the old one. We got some suggestions uh, though. We did get some suggestions. We got uh Tuxedo Hot Pocket was a suggestion. That's a pretty good suggestion. I would love that one. Uh, what other ones did we get, Jordan? Um, somebody asked to do a, a, a chocolate parfait. I don't know if there's anything we love with the purity of our love for Sailor Moon as a tennis ball, though. No, probably not, but uh, but it was a pretty good suggestion in general. Uh, yeah, I mean, Hot Pocket is pretty great. Also, we might do a Xena one this year that also commemorate a lot of one full year of Xena business. That could be cool. Yeah. So if you have any suggestions, oh, on any oh, of those, that's right. An Act Sorry Luna pin. That's pretty awesome. Too. Oh, an Act Sorry oh, Luna I'd would be pretty good. One. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that'll be great for when we take all the skip weeks. <laughs> Uh, so at $15, you get that five, you get bonus audio one. You get a thank you on the show. Just like these people, uh, who have pledged in January of 2018, uh, like Molly McVicker. Thank you, Molly. Inappropriate that you got thanked on this episode. Is it? Cause it's a Molly episode. Oh, right, right, right. Wow. I think of her as Naru, <laughs> oh, which is her original sorry. Japanese name. Uh, and, uh, Elian Lamas. Thank you, Elian. Uh, and that's it for uh, new patrons in the new year. Uh, if I missed anybody in December, uh, hit me up. Let me know, and I'll make sure you get uh, your proper shout-out here on the show. As you might imagine, the ups and downs for December's Patreon records are a mess. <laughs> so hit me up if you did not get a thank you, and I'll make sure to shout you out. Also, 
I am a patron and I got one of the Sailor Moon tennis ball pins and I will say it's adorable and it's well worth it to, you know, do the $15 for one month to get the pin. So Yay. if you're on the fence, Or for several months. <laughs> or for or several like months. keep it going. Or for several months, exactly. Because we do a lot of shows. Yeah. Usually, sometimes. sometimes. Yeah. Mostly. Most of the time. Uh, all right, Jordan. That's me. Uh, do you want to do like one Twitter question before we get back into it? Because this is going to be a long episode. No, let's just get back into it. Let's just, let's because we we did a lot at the beginning. Yeah. All right, long episode. Let's get back right into it. The super S is for this episode. Super sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Now, listen. I we 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 joked about it at the beginning, and I just want to put a finer point on it. There's no fucking Sailor Scouts in this episode, and we're halfway through it. Yeah. So this is what the fuck. This oh. is weird because this we've. I don't know. I honestly don't know that we've ever seen this happen before. We cut to Hikawa Shrine, where the the Scouts are hanging out. Our five inner senshi, because the outers are gone. Point number three: the outers are in this arc of the manga, which they <laughs> which they then have to shove and awkwardly shove into the beginning first ten episodes of Sailor Stars because they didn't do it for some reason in this season. Anyway, continue. Weird. <laughs> and and Naru's there. Naru has gone to talk to her friends that she never hangs out with. You know who else is freaked out by it is the cats because they have an adorably surprised expression on their faces. What the fuck is she doing here? <laughs> so, I mean, look, we all know that Molly knows that Usagi is Sailor Moon. No, I mean, yes, I'll, I will agree with that. But I, I tried. I thought about that, too. This doesn't make any sense that she would be telling her because she's Sailor Moon. Well, it's look, I don't think she's telling her this because she's Sailor Moon. I think she's telling her this because it's a weird thing that happened to her on the street. And Usagi's her friend. But I think like when when Naru shows up at the shrine, I don't think Naru is surprised that these six particular girls are hanging out together. No. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I don't think like. Because the other, like, the only other thing is she could go to Usagi's house and Akuko could be like, oh, she's at the shrine. But I think she just went to the shrine because she knows that's where they have their scout meetings. Right. And, and, and I mean, and she knows that's where her ex-best friend who never hangs out with her anymore spends all her time now. Yeah. Quick fashion corner. I don't want to talk about all these outfits, oh, but I do want to talk about how Chibi is wearing one bow on I one think, of her Odongos. I think it looks cute like that. <laughs> I like the asymmetry. Of yeah, it. I think it's cute. I love her, pur her not purple, her uh, blue pad, blue plaid, like, I don't even know what to call it. Like, I'm trying to, I'm looking, waiting for a shot a of shirt. like her full body. Is it like a dress that she's wearing? No, it's like, a, it's like a, that's like a coat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's wearing like a, sh like a short sleeved plaid, like corduroy maybe coat over like a dress. Yeah. It's kind of odd. I don't think any of these other ones are new outfits except maybe no. Jupiter's and may well maybe Mars's weird oversized uh multicolored sweatshirt was pretty good with a skirt with a mini skirt. Yeah. 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 So that's look 1995. That's <laughs> a look spelled with two Q's. Uh I don't like that. LQQK. So, so uh so Molly came over to like lay out her dilemma because guess what guys she's really really strongly thinking about this she's going guys like i this guy really needs a girlfriend in his last was it three months to live or three weeks months. 
three months. In his last three months, he really needs to have a girlfriend. Like, that's effed up to not have a girlfriend when you're going to die. I know I have a boyfriend that I totally am, you know, supposedly devoted to and like, supposedly. But, you know, I just, I gotta. I think I gotta. And they're like, oh, my God, that's fucked up. Chibi goes, that's awesome. That's so romantic and great. And everybody's like, no, you're an idiot child. (laughs) Ray goes, "Uh, you know, there's a difference between love and pity, right? And she's like, yeah, I know. But I was thinking I might become this guy's girlfriend anyway. It's yeah. it's really messed up. Yeah. But it's it's gonna be like a like a like it's gonna be like a weird fake thing where she like because she goes to tell Umino and I feel like she tells Umino like hey I'm gonna be this guy's girlfriend for three months because he's dying and then I'll and then you know we can get back together. But like which is still like a fucked up thing to tell your boyfriend honestly. Yeah. How is she even considering doing this? It just makes no sense. It's so d- stupid. I guess the conclusion is that Naru is dumb. Like, that's how poorly written this episode is. Yeah. So, she, Umino. She, yeah, she, she, I, I, I want to also talk about the way she just bugs out of that scene. Like, Yusaki and Chibi start arguing. And then uh, Molly just gets up and goes, I'm leaving. And just leaves. <laughs> and they're all like, oh, oh okay. I guess. Yeah. She's sad. Bye. So she tells Umino, and Umino is heartbroken, but he's like, I love that kind-hearted side of you that will do anything for a dying man. Uh, so, you know, like, he runs off sobbing and hits up uh, my second favorite establishment of the episode, Mog Mog. She runs Mog. Mog, right. Mog to get the 15 milkshake special. Yes, Mog Mog. Wow, you're, you're, you're blasting through this episode. You're, like, so far We've ahead of where I am. have been here for 90 minutes. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Currently on the recording, one hour, 12 minutes. Yeah, that's short for a sailor business. <laughs> we still have half the fucking episode, Charles. <laughs> the bad guys haven't shown up yet. Also, did you see thing. the giant, uh, there was a giant billboard that said SMSS? I did see that. Which I assume is Sailor Moon Stars. Sailor Moon Super S, yeah. Super S, I mean, yeah. That's what I meant. Uh, sorry, I said the wrong thing. I'm an idiot. Melvin goes to drown his sorrows at Mog Mog. Home of the 15 milkshake special. Uh, which, that's gotta be. You say, like, milkshake, let's say it's 95. Milkshake's, what, 299 Maybe? Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming this is, like, a McDonald's-level place. Yeah, so, that's... Yeah. That's so much... That's, like, a lot of money back then. Like, if I want... Because they're big milkshakes, too. Yeah. He's getting larges. And, uh... She, yeah, Chibi has to count them all. Uh, and then she says... Fifteen. It makes me want to burp just thinking about it. <laughs> Which I was like, well, wait, what? Doesn't it make you want to puke? Vomit? Yeah. Melvin, Wouldn't wait, you Melvin's going to have some rough poops later. <laughs> oh. <I'll tell> you. <laughs> no, you don't know. Turns out he's actually lactose intolerant. <laughs> oh, gosh. No. <laughs> so Molly meets up with Tiger's Eye, who is like mega creepy at her. Uh, and she's like, "Hey, I have a boyfriend." And he goes, "What's your man got to do with me?" <laughs> also, I'm confused because apparently she called him there, but she also didn't know his name earlier when she was talking to the other girls. Oh, yeah. So she has his phone number, but doesn't know his name. Apparently, he, just, he put it. He put it in her cell phone under cutie. <laughs> He totally would. (laughs) (laughs) Tiger's eye starts to get a little handsy. Uh, Then she shoves him. It's very much a a, a back to the future situation going on. Uh, And she says, I'm sorry, I can't be your girlfriend. And he's like, well, turns out I'm a supervillain. Yeah. Did you believe I fell seriously in love with you? 
which is a weird what way to phrase that. Okay, here's another thing about not not to interrupt constantly to talk about how Super S is actually terrible. But here <laughs> here's another reason Super S is actually terrible. If you really think about it, there's no reason why that I know of that they explicitly state in the show why they are seducing people before looking at their dream mirrors. Yes, they're there's creeps. No, yeah. There's reason no for it. reason they're for it. They're just creeps. Yeah, yeah. They just, there's no reason. Because these guys so, are so, asshole guys who want to seduce women. That's all there is to so it. So what is the point? So it's, they didn't even attempt to make it like, oh, they didn't even do a thing where it's like, um, you know, like, oh, we need to look at their dream mirrors, but they have to open their heart to me before the dream mirror will appear. No. It's not even like they threw in some kind of contrivance like that to have try, try to make it sense, have made it's, it make some kind of sense. It's wait, horrible. It's <laughs> inefficient is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> are, are, they, are they going to... Okay, I'm trying to remember if they are unsuccessful every time. I think they are. Like, is it that they would actually have sex with these girls? If Molly was like, I'm into it, would he be like, cool, no. sex first, then I'll look in your mirror? I don't think God, so. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not, too. I really hope not. That's horrible. So uh, he gives uh, he gives Molly the old one, two, three, uh, pulls out the soul mirror, sticks his head in there, and starts looking around, sees uh, presumably a lot of Uminos. No, no, definitely not. Because he comments on how <laughs> amazingly beautiful her dreams are. He's like... Oh my god, this girl's dreams are really beautiful. Well, I mean, honestly, then he probably sees a lot of Usagi's. <laughs> in there. Uh, so then, uh, because coincidence, as ever, is the gasoline that drives the engine of this show. It's all, it's all, it's all magic drives things together. No, it, it's actually, this isn't a coincidence. At the end of the Molly scene where she talks to the cats, apparently, Luna and Artemis decided, even though this is just her love life, we're going to spy on her. <laughs> like there's nothing suspicious sounding about this. There's nothing supernatural sounding about what is happening to this girl, but let's keep an eye on her. And so Luna well, no, follows her. Chibiusa is going to get Usagi to take her to Melvin to Amino. Sure. And they just happen to walk by the Maxfield State Memorial Park, know, which but, is, of course, where Naru likes to meet with people. Well, but, who oh, are yeah. dying. but I'm saying Luna, Luna finds them. Like it, they wouldn't have run into her on their own. Luna brings them to her. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Nara's being attacked by the new anime. Come quick. Okay. Yeah. So then we get the, the double but Luna, transformation. But, but Luna was just like, this is some juicy gossip. I want to know what happens. Oh my like, gosh. <laughs> Life gets pretty boring when you're a cat. <laughs> so we get the double transformation sequence. And this was like, I know I said last time that I, that I like this transformation sequence, and I do. But it kind of hit me watching it today for the first time. Like, oh, we're never going to see the old transformation sequence again. Yeah, no. Yeah. Which is, like, we've had that one for quite some time. A long time. Cosmic like, since, was a really good one. Yeah. Yeah, since, since like, God, it's got to be since uh, R, right? That she became Cosmic? I think you're right. The most recent one, I think, wasn't... Actually, I'm not, I'm not sure I remember. Well, the one with the feathers. In season right. two, she had a double transformation. Or three, I mean, she had a double transformation. But I think she might have... Let's see. When does she first get... Uh, Did she get a new transformation at the end of R? Yeah, I think that's what I'm saying. In episode 91, according to uh, SailorMoon.Wikia.com, is when it first came around. Episode 91. Wow, I thought it was around a lot longer. So it's only been 40 episodes. But But 91 is... Oh, no, I guess that's not... Wow, that's not that that far into it is it 
it yeah. it feels longer because they've continued to use that uh transformation into the beginning of super s like i feel like yeah. usually we get a new transformation a lot earlier than where and we're it's at. also like we're not gonna see usagi do a solo transformation yeah. again for the rest of the season i assume i don't think so no yeah yeah so uh sailor moon and uh, sailor chibi moon show up and they're gonna punish uh tiger's eye uh oh geez in the name of the moon <laughs> and we, we i is this i don't remember seeing them do the new uh Ashokyo pose where there's like they're they twist around uh and do the weird like crystal stuff because that's pretty cool yeah that was fun i i, I they might have done it before i don't remember so Tiger's Eye summons forward this forth this monster. What is the monster's name? Uh, the monster's name uh, is Otidamako the Juggler. Okay, so it's a juggling yeah. monster. Um, I just want to talk for just briefly. I, we, I don't want to spend all episode talking about this. Is this about the boobs? This is about the fact <laughs> that they have, they have spent a lot of animation and effort on these boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Making making them clap, yes, because she's doing a, a juggling move, and the boobs are just smashing <laughs> together. Yep, she's also like the bustiest monster we've seen in a long time. Like she's got, well, she certainly got them out there. <laughs> yeah, and her outfit, her outfit really accentuates it as opposed yeah. to some of the other ones. Because they're spiked. They spiked. Yeah. 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 Also, so so in this opening thing, we see her again. It's we like see... she's got fucking Koopa Troopas on there. <laughs> so we see her juggling, and like I said, when she's juggling in the circle, the boobs are going in together, bunk, 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 bouncing together. But then as she throws a ball out at them, like the boob like grows. It's like this. It's very weird animation. That's I'm like, just what bad is that animation. Yeah, it's bad. Hey Jordan. Hey Jordan. Hey Jordan, let's let's hear it. I'm really glad that you felt compelled to throw a sound effect in there. That is what they were doing, my friend. <laughs> I am being accurate. Uh, the thing that I really like about uh, the juggler showing up is that uh, the sailor's moon uh, clap when she comes out. <laughs> yeah, like, what are they doing? <laughs> She's doing some very impressive juggling. And they're like, oh, awesome. Oh, very nice. They clap. And then she forces them to juggle. And at first she claps. (laughs) At first, it's just cute that she's forcing them to juggle. But it turns out, yeah, if you drop a ball, it explodes. (laughs) Then she starts chucking burning uh, torches at them that she's juggling, which is pretty hilarious. It's she's a very funny idea for a monster. I'm I'm happy with I really like that Chibi goes and hides behind a tree and Usagi just, like, gets set on fire five times. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. So then, uh, Chibi prays to Pegasus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and does Twinkle Yell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is also where it, uh, really sunk in that we're gonna be seeing Pegasus show up, like, all the fucking time. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, my friend. Which sucks. Because, like, twink- like, Twinkle Yell, I'm not I don't hate Twinkle Yell yet. I know I'm going to get to the point. But Moon Gorgeous Meditation is like the dopest attack. What which one was that? That's what Sailor Moon does. Yeah. Oh, okay. After Pegasus shows up the, with her. The one with, with her the, like the split scope. screens and she shoves the the thing in front of her like like a mm-hmm. thrust of a sword kind of. Yeah, when yeah. she uses a sword to shoot a laser that sends him to the Phantom Zone. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
So yeah. Pegasus comes down. And they so the girls go, we're going to try to go. Mad. It's it's actually funny because they go, we're going to go rescue Molly from this board. A thing yeah. they've never tried before. Why are they doing this? <laughs> they've never <laughs> said, we're going to go try to unglue the victim. No, she's not glued. She's shackled. We're going to try like to unshackle the, the victim. Ever. Yeah, in the middle of this encounter we're having with the enemy, we're going to try to go take the victim down. Like they've, this makes no sense. It's like no, you I can mean, look. I then... understand why they would maybe want to get Naru out of that situation. No, but, that's not the part I have a problem. But there's with. a, but there's a pattern. Again, nobody in the show could see patterns. You yeah. kill the monster, and then the bad stuff goes away. You don't, you don't go. The, and and then when they're gone, then you have time to walk over to the victim and and make sure that they're okay. You don't do that in the middle when they're you're still. People are still trying to attack you. Right, right. It's it's so Pegasus comes down. Well, well, the, I guess the cage comes right, exactly. up exactly. So because it's been put, which is again buck wild because like Naru told him to meet her here. Yes! Naru was here. <laughs> well, he put the cage here. It's the, the cage assembles itself in a very similar way to all of the like one two three magic like it just kind of like comes out of the ground like it's it's no but, but no 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 because they don't have a room back at the circus tent where they like we see a bunch of these weird boards the one two three boards like, we saw where the cage is the cage is in the place like they had to like get they had to get like some kind of weird clown monster to drive a truck and take it to the park uh, i don't know uh, okay, as you, come, you guys recall, there's a subspace in there, so it's going to catch Pegasus. Yeah, so uh, Pegasus comes down, charges directly, like, they, I cannot stress enough, they set up the cage, and then Pegasus comes down. Pegasus can see the cage. He oh, yeah. flies directly into the cage and directly into the, the, the electrical subspace. orb of subspace that supposedly is going to catch him. He f- literally flies directly into it. When it's already there. <laughs> but guys, yeah. he flies right through it and out the other side. Why did he even fly in? Just to show to the... He sees the camera yeah. over yeah. there on the side and he knows that the audience needs to see that the cage doesn't work on him? Is that why he flies this, right This there? is him going, ha ha ha, your plan is stupid. You're stupid to think it would work. <laughs> you idiot. Uh, also, it's at this point... That Pegasus just fucking leaves. Yep. Yeah, and we're... I've talked about I've talked we've talked about Tuxedo Mask before and how Tuxedo Mask will occasionally just show up and shout encouragement and not actually do anything. Pegasus doesn't even shout encouragement. He just shows up, runs through this thing that does not affect him, and he does not affect it, and then he leaves. <laughs> the end. No, it, it makes little to no sense. Yeah. So speaking of uh, it's at this point that uh, the juggler monster pulls out some knives, but then they are stopped by Tuxedo Mask. That's a pretty good line this time. <laughs> oh, this exchange is wonderful. I love this. Tuxedo Mask says, I will not forgive anyone who taints an innocent young girl's pure heart. To which Tiger's Eye responds, no one's asking for your forgiveness. <laughs> and this is the best. Up. Look, I, I said out loud while I was watching this. Same. <laughs> and he replies, "I don't have time to argue with a guy who has a comeback for everything." <laughs> and then very, he leaves. Much, you see the mask going. I'm not mad. I actually think it's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> so then, and uh, she does her move. She does yeah. her yeah. move. We do Moon Gorgeous meditation, which still looks like fucking dope. 
and uh, stage out. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Stage out. We're done. Well, there's a little fallout from this episode for this episode. Let's see what, what happens next. So, yeah. So, not, like, Tiger's Eye backflips out of the dimension again. Still pretty cool. Uh, Naru wakes up uh, and is fine. And then she's like, hey, that's Pegasus. <laughs> Which I don't. I don't understand anything that happens in this show anymore. I've seen every episode of this show up to this point. Well, hang on. So you you talked about Pegasus leaving. I don't know if he did because I don't think she can do her right, move right. without him there. She can't do the move without Pegasus. But like so he just, just charges through the thing yeah. and then flies yeah, up to the sky yeah. like he, and does nothing. He flies out of the frame and does nothing else. And then he just kind of gets shown again at the very beginning of like the Pegasus. reused animation for her attack. I don't he play do anything else. I don't play anything else. Game, but like Pegasus is like when you get to ch- when you're doing a fighting game and you get to choose like a, a second character who like jumps in <laughs> every once in a while and throws like one punch. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah, it's an assist character. Yeah, and he's he's the assist character in the in the Sailor Moon fighting game. Yeah, um, it's bad. It's very bad. <laughs> <laughs> and Tuxedo Mask saw him for the first time, and he's like, "What the fuck was that thing?" It's a Pegasus. So then uh, Melvin is at home having some real bad poops uh, from <laughs> drinking 15 milkshakes. Uh, and so Naru shows up and brings him a milkshake. Uh, also, is this the first time we've seen Melvin's room? Maybe. It's got a lot of tissues no, on the No, it's floor. not. Because he, cause he, we've seen it before because he still has that picture of Naru above his bed that he had from before they were going out. Oh, oh right, gosh. right. And he has he a little a Naru toy. He has a doll of her. And then a bunch of wadded up Kleenex don't really want to talk about that. That's the end of the episode, everybody. He does have a Naru toy. You're right. I didn't notice that. And a guitar. Apparently he plays the guitar. That's way too big to be a... I guess that is a guitar, yeah. but it's like the size of Naru's torso. At the end um, of my notes, I put, this episode is terrible. Yeah, this episode it's sucks. It's so bad. It's not but, a good episode. It's not good. But we can still learn something from it. So it's time for Sailor Business. <laughs> oh, it's time to talk about what we learned from this episode. And Amanda, you are a guest, so we will start with you. What did you learn from this episode of Sailor Moon? I learned that if a young girl aspires to be a nurse one day, it's because she has a psychological soft spot for sickly men who are about to die. <laughs> so true. <laughs> oh, uh jordan how about you did you learn anything uh no <laughs> hold on yes uh sure i did of course you i have did. to do the bit jordan no i know i'm just i can't i'm not thinking of anything yet i mean i learned that sometimes you can just have your villains come up with a plan that just sucks and doesn't work and the hero was completely unnecessary <laughs> because here you go this will trap pegasus no it won't oh okay. yeah like <laughs> juggler monster just have gone home <laughs> yeah of course um so not so not only was sailor moon completely un- unimportant to this episode she also didn't show up until halfway through as we know this is a stupid balls episode awful yeah yeah it's bad your turn chris what did you learn uh oh thanks for finally getting around to me in, in this <laughs> bit that we do at the end of the episode every week uh i learned that if you're gonna have a bunch of milkshakes stop at 14 yeah yeah that's true okay yeah yeah once you hit the 15 mark, that's when you start to get in trouble. You cannot drink your age in milkshakes. That's what I <laughs> wow, so I can have 37 milkshakes. Yeah, you sure can. I'm sure that would be extremely healthy for you. 
Uh, so yeah, uh, I think we've pretty much covered final thoughts on this episode. It fucking sucks. It's it was bad. not a good episode. It is not it's, and it's, a, it's especially bad because it is Molly's last episode yeah. and, and yeah. not yeah. last episode. And they were such a fun part of season one of this show. Uh, it's a it's a crappy, unceremonious way to send them off forever. I, I will say I do like that we get we get like it's kind of a Molly's greatest hits, right? Like we get her having a relationship with Melvin. We get like kind of like very like Tiger's Eye is very visually reminiscent of Maxfield Stanton, yes. especially when he's in disguise. Yeah. Uh, they go back to the park. You know, they, they have that moment. We hear about Molly. Like, I think Molly wanting to be a nurse is a legitimate consequence of watching Nephrite die yep. in front okay. of her. Well, in that case, thematically, it, like, that's really good because then we do get to literally see her turn her back on Nephrite 2 in order to stay with, like, you know, a sensible boy her own age. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And we know that she has, like, a dream for the future. Oh. So at the very least, what this episode does is it gives us kind of a... Some closure. Yeah. yeah. Here's Nario's deal. Here's what she's going to be doing uh, when everyone becomes immortal. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. She's going to be unemployed. Yeah, well, so's, so's Ami. So. No, she's going to be a Sailor Scout forever. We've already talked about this. Well, as we all know, Naru is Sailor Earth. That's the other <laughs> thing that comes up in every fanfic. <laughs> all right. Uh, otherwise, like, a really lousy episode. It's bad. And I, yeah, I love how you guys are slowly coming to terms with the fact that Super S is actually just as bad as everyone says it is. You were so excited at the beginning. <laughs> We always are. Yeah. Every season yeah. we're excited. You are so, and I, you know, I'm sorry that you're losing your innocence here with this season, but it is not going to get better. Well, uh, <laughs> I think that's going to do it for us. Amanda, before we get out of here sure. this week, can you tell everyone where they can find you online, should you wish to be found? Sure. Um, if you want to hear my my nonsense stream of consciousness blathering on Twitter, you can find me at at lambda power so that's l-a-m-b-d-a power like lambda like the greek letter which is also a sailor moon reference if you catch it an obscure one that's me on twitter i don't have any other social media i really use all right cool and uh and of course sailor ice comet oh yeah yeah <laughs> also email me at sailor ice comet at sailorjupiter.com my free email address does it still work no 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 <laughs> look you never know you never know what what was up with people offering free emails back in the day because i don't know xenofan.com also had free emails and i tried to get one but that did not work oh that's a bummer uh jordan how about us where can everybody find us online you can find me on twitter at crackshot except the o is a zero um you can find our producer jake mason at jj underscore mason chris help me out he does so many podcasts uh supposedly he's pledged not to do any new podcasts this year we'll see how long it takes him to break when it. would he do them <laughs> i don't know when he does got, all the ones he does i'm gonna see if i can name them all he's okay. got the morphin grid pokemon world tour pokemon world tour united uh the cool kids table is the rpg one kingdom smarts with uh, with Sailor Business All Star Shannon Maynard, and now Spectre, the James Bond podcast. No I will be on there to talk about no a movie. Uh, but that's six. You that's forgot one hard reboot. every day. You forgot hard reboot. Oh, and hard reboot. That's seven. That's one every day. No one should be doing seven <laughs> podcasts, Jake. That's too much. I worry for you. And he edits this one. Does he have a day job? Yeah, I think so. So yeah, I don't know how you. I don't. I that. look. I don't know, but I don't think. Getting Kingdom Hearts explained to you pays enough for you to quit your day job. 
don't know. Jake, I could be wrong. But yeah, uh, definitely, well, if you want a new podcast every day from our boy Jake Mason, uh, go listen it. to all of those. He yeah, can do that absolutely. for you. Uh, you can find me online. Uh, just go to the-isb.com. That's my homepage. It'll have links to Twitter, Tumblr, uh, where I'm the ISB. Uh, and we'll have links to where you can buy comics that I've written and worked on, uh, both solo and with my writing partner, Chad Bowers, uh, like Deadpool Bad Blood, the number one best-selling Deadpool comic of 2017. Uh, Jordan was also the editor on that book. Yeah. Uh, you can also get uh, the recent Darkhawk comic that Chad and I did at your local comic book store, as well as Kiss vs. Army of Darkness what? Uh, coming soon. From Dynamite, uh, written by me and TCB. But that's gonna be it. Uh, obviously, you know, email the show, follow the show at Sailor Business. Jordan, you said all that, I think. No, I didn't. Really? Did you not? Okay, well, email the show at sailorbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to tweet at us, you can do that at Sailor Business. Uh, please, like, write in and uh, share any thoughts you have, whether it's about Fisheye, whether it's about Naru's future, whether it's about uh, Sailor Ice Comet and, uh, and her wonderful work. Oh, I'll follow yeah. that along. Yeah. Or if you want to tell us what you think the problem with ants that uh, that Ray and Molly were arguing oh, about. Please. If you want to write that fanfic. Please. I would love to read that. <laughs> uh, but that's going to do it for this week. We're going to be back next week yeah. for an episode of Sailor Moon that I can only describe as morally reprehensible. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't wait. I cannot wait. Be here for episode 132 the perfect couple usagi and memory's love and until then keep your mind on sailor business Sailor.